Namaste, Satnam. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an comedic podcast. This is an comedic podcast about the spirits of the world and mystical likings as well. I am your host, Amanda K. Holstein Sr. Thank you for joining us. What's up, friends? How's your doings? Today is Monday, March 22nd, 2021. Is it still the apocalypse or did we make it through? Did Jesus come back? I heard a story of somebody who ate an ounce of mushrooms. Not me. I have not taken, I have not eaten a whole ounce of mushrooms. But I can relate to this experience that I heard somebody... They ate an entire ounce of mushrooms and then thought that they were Jesus. And then he pissed his pants and he was going to go tell his parents that he was Jesus, but he figured he would wait until the morning when he was sober because they would know he was on drugs because he had just pissed his pants. This is not the first time that I've heard somebody say that while on mushrooms, they realized that they were Jesus. I do think that this is true in a sense. If we're looking at things in terms of mysticism, what is it to be a part of the body of Christ? If we all hold the divine light within us, I'm thinking about, I was in a meeting today of sorts, an anonymous meeting of, of, if you will, and there was a younger member and he looked like he was like 19 or 20 and just his baby face made me want to discount everything that he said, even though technically He has more clean or sober or whatever time than me. I just assumed that because he was younger, it's like, what the fuck do you know, baby face? And then I remembered a story that Tara Brock told of how there was trouble in a monastery And some of the monks went to an old wise woman who lived nearby in the woods. And she told them that the Bodhisattva is among you. And in Buddhism, a Bodhisattva is a fully awakened being. And so then the monks, not knowing who was the Bodhisattva or if they were the bodhisattva, then began to treat each other with a lot more kindness and began to treat everybody as if they might be the fully awakened being. So this came to mind when I heard this baby-faced sober baby in this meeting when I wanted to discount him and then I remembered the bodhisattva is among you. 
And so that opened my heart and my mind to realize that I can receive wisdom from many sources and that if I'm projecting closed-mindedness or hatred, that's a pain that's coming from within me. And so it's something to examine and to open up to seeing as a learning opportunity. One day at a time, as they say. The Bodhisattva is among you. Here's another story. I told y'all how the first day, almost a month ago, that I stopped smoking weed and stopped taking any substance at all was the same day that I emailed my ex-boyfriend. Because my drug of choice is anything outside me. And I've been contemplating, what is it for me to trust in God? Or the universe? Or to trust that there's like actually a very personal and loving force in which I can tap into, in which I can tap into. There was a while when I thought, I, I knew that God was real, I called it the universe or the interconnectivity of all things. And I thought it was a really impersonal higher power. If reality is perception, then how do I define the power that is higher than I, which provides for me my every need? Do I trust in God? And how much? Last year, I got a letter from the IRS. I got two letters from the IRS. In 2016 and 2017, I had received some Exxon stock when I had a family member pass away. And so the IRS dinged me with it last year because they didn't know that it was an inheritance. And so it created a lot of turmoil within me. And I tried to just avoid it for like six months because I'm like, it was an inheritance. I don't owe that. And so I thought if I ignored it, that it would just go away. But as I had started a program of recovery last year, I realized that, do I trust God to help me with this? Running away in fear doesn't make it go away. If anything, it makes it worse. So I hired a CPA to take care of all of it for me. Oftentimes when I start to feel stressed about all the problems and I start to feel focused on all the problems around me, I'm learning to ask God to help me find solutions 
to stay in the solution. If reality is perception, how can I stay in the solution rather than focusing on the problem and just making the problem grow bigger and bigger because where attention goes, energy flows. So I hired a CPA to take care of the taxes for me and it was way cheaper to just pay the CPA than to give the IRS what they were saying that they owe, that I owed them, which I didn't. And I started to get this whole resentment towards the IRS. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm officially an adult now. <laughs> Put the IRS on my list of resentments. So it all got cleared up and technically the IRS owed me money. What do you know? And then this year, as a responsible member of society, I went ahead and filed my taxes. And I got a letter on Saturday or Friday from the IRS saying, we went ahead and applied your tax return to the amount that you owe us of $9,000. And my initial reaction, my first thought, which is often wrong, was fear. And I had been listening to a Tara Brock talk when I opened the letter. So the fact that I even had the courage to open the letter and not just throw it away is really a testament to working this program that if I continue to trust, I will be granted the strength and the courage to continue on with this journey and arise victorious over the goddamn Internal Revenue Service. And I do mean goddamn. So I was listening to this Tara Brock talk on, Tara Brock talk on trust as I open the letter. And so that first half a second of, sorry, I just, my camera just went off for some reason, but I'm gonna keep talking. So no video today, I guess. So it's hard to not get caught up in conspiracies. You know, when you've taken so many psychedelics and your phone just automatically glitches out it's like past trauma to be like well I did say goddamn IRS and then now my phone just went out ding dong so anyway I continue on because I am a victorious warrior so I was listening I was listening to this Tara Brock talk as I opened the letter from the IRS which stated that they took my tax return But I knew that I didn't have to react in fear. Even though my first thought was to react in fear, I was like, I'm staying in the solution. I'm staying in the solution because if I feed into that fear and I get all riled up, it's just going to make it worse. If I get caught up in these conspiracies, they're just going to become all the more prevalent. So I have a God box, which is a box that I have where I occasionally write requests on sticky notes to God and then I literally give it to God and put it in the God box. So I made sure to write down this 
situation in my God box. Is this making sense? It totally threw me off that the video went out, but I'm gonna keep going. Self-doubt is not a reality. It is a defect of character and I trust in my higher power and so I continue on. Okay. So I released it. I gave it to God and I said, okay, on Monday, I'm going to call the CPA and tell them what happened. And so I called the CPA today and I said, yeah, so the IRS took this money out of my account or, you know, they, they um, took my return and they're not giving it. Uh, they, they took my return. Anyway, I told them the whole situation and she was like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. She's like, just bring in the form, bring in the letter they sent you and the proof that they deposited your check and we'll send them a letter. So I went in there today and I did that and it was like so easy. They're gonna write a letter for me to the IRS and that actually they owe me even more money. So it could actually work out even better because they owe me for last year's tax return as well. So it could end up being that this momentary crisis is actually an opportunity for me to be able to receive all of the money that the IRS owes me. And that's a really good feeling to have the IRS owe me money. Ding dong. The Lord is righteous in all his works and he beautifies the humble with salvation. I have no idea if this podcast is making sense, but maybe you'll get from it something. Think of it like a grab bag of things. The Bodhisattva is among you. Do I trust in my higher power? How can I stay in a solution? That's where I'm at today, my friends. Thank you for listening. I also enjoy that very soon, everything is already okay. Subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash ATSM for a thousand serious moves. You can also be of service to the good and to your own self by purchasing art at etsy.com slash shop slash henil777. That's H-A-N. A-E-L-777. Today's psalm is Psalm 143. 143 is the psalm of today. This is the last of the seven penential psalms, and so either today or tomorrow I will release an episode in which I read all seven of the seven penential psalms. But if you wish to read this psalm on its own, by itself, it shall benefit you to remove a sharp pain in your arm. Yes, if you have sharp pains in your arms, pray Psalm 143 and so shall you find relief. And here is that psalm for thee. Hear my prayer, O Lord.
Lord, give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness, answer me, and in your righteousness. Do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. For the enemy has persecuted my soul, he has crushed my life to the ground, he has made me dwell in darkness like those who have long been dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me, my heart within me is distressed. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. Selah. Answer me speedily, O Lord, my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake, for your righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant.'" 